is the Today's Word podcast with Rick Pena. Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I bring you Today's Word for August 22nd, 2018. I'm teaching a series entitled Expecting the Word's Work. As a believer, when you get a, first of all, we're supposed to live, be, live by every word that God speaks to us. And then we have to expect that that word is going to work. That what God said he was going to do, he's going to do. That he's not a man. The Bible teaches us in Numbers 23 uh, and 19, 23 19, that if he said it, he will perform it. If he declared it, he'll make it good. We are living by every word, Matthew 4 and 4, that proceeds from out of the mouth of God. So uh, a few days ago, I started teaching you about managing your expectations, where you're believing God, that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. But you also have to kind of understand that there's a timing component to the things of God. So you got to manage your expectations in accordance with God's timing. And I've been teaching from the parable of the sower. The last few days I mentioned Hebrews 6 and 12. So what I want to do today is go to Hebrews 6 and 12, and I'm going to connect this. You know, we've been teaching from the parable of the sower. We use that as the foundation. I want to look at Hebrews 6 and 12 and see why this verse is so important to understanding, you know, how you can be the good ground that's actually going to allow the word of God to produce a harvest so that you can reap what it is that God has sown in your life. You ready? All right, so let's look at Hebrews 6 and 12. This is Managing Your Expectations, part three. Hebrews 6 and 12, I want to read it from three different... We do not want you to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. And the easy-to-read version says, we don't want you to be lazy. We want you to be like those who, because of both faith and patience will get what God said. If you want to get what God said, you got to have both faith and patience. I actually taught a whole series on faith and patience. I call them the power twins. And uh, I shared the link to the series in the in the message on today. So you can go to todaysword.org. And if you look at the printed version, the print version, you'll be able to get to the link to the series. So what does this mean to you today? Hebrews 6 and 12, within the context of what we've been studying. I have two things to share with you on this morning. As I get into these now, I'm asking you to open up your heart to hear what God is saying. You ready? Two things. Here we go. Number one, you need both faith and patience to see the manifestation of God's promises in your life. Now, receiving a promise from God is one thing, but to see that promise manifested is another thing. And you need both faith and patience for that to happen. Now, I've done lots of teaching. I've been done today's work now for over 21 years. So I've done a lot of teaching on faith, uh, but many of you may not really have an understanding of biblical patience. So let me say a few things about patience. Patience is more than simply waiting on something to happen. Patience is more than just a quiet or a passive adherence to terrible conditions. You know, so some people say, well, you got to have patience. You're in a bad situation. Just have patience. Like you just hold on in that bad situation uh, and just kind of adhere to those terrible conditions. Patience is more than that. Patience is an inner force. It's an inner ability that empowers the, the believer, you and I, to remain constant, to remain steadfast inside, inwardly, regardless of what is happening on the outside. So when you have biblical patience, you, you have the ability to remain the same on the inside, even though conditions on the outside are fluctuating. So no matter what happens on the outside, it's not going to change me on the inside. That's patience. Patience is the ability to remain what the Bible says, steadfast, unmovable, unwavering in the space between God's promise and the performance of the promise. So God said it, 
and then he's going to do it over here. He said it over here. He'll do it over here. He said it over here. He'll do it over here. And there's a space between the promise and the performance. And patience will enable you to remain steadfast, unmovable, and unwavering in that space so that you can see what God said. Patience empowers the believer to successfully, watch this, successfully resist thoughts of fear and of doubt and of unbelief. Uh, and these are thoughts that you must be able to resist uh, if it's gonna, if you are going to see what God said, you have to remain in faith while you're waiting on God. And while you're waiting on God, you're gonna get thoughts of fear, thoughts of doubts, and thoughts of unbelief. But you have to be able to resist those things. So patience, another thing, let me say, is not a gift. So um, I would like to say, look at me for a minute. I would like to say, I would love to tell you that patience is a gift from God. That He just drops patience like He gives other gifts. But patience is not a gift. Patience is a virtue. Patience is a quality. Patience is a component of your character. Therefore, patience cannot be given. Patience must be produced. Patience is produced while your faith is being tested. Patience is a product of the testing of your faith. That's why uh, many of the soils didn't produce because they didn't have patience. So your faith is going to be tested. And if you pass the test, then you, you'll come out on the other side, not only with what God said, but you'll also come out with patience. So this is why you need both faith and patience. If you have faith, but no patience, then what you're going to have is you get excited when God speaks to you, kind of like the second soil. Uh, but you won't have the resilience. You won't have the power to maintain long enough to see what God promised. So in the rocky ground, Jesus said, yeah, these people, they get really excited when they receive the word, but they don't allow the word to go deep into their lives. They hold it only for a short time. And as soon as trouble comes and persecution comes because of the word, they're quick to give up. So so if you don't have faith and patience, if you don't have patience, uh, yeah, you have faith, but you don't have no patience. You're going to get excited about the word, but you're not going to hold on long enough to see the manifestation of it. Now, if you have patience but no faith, then you're going to be like, oh, I can hold on. I can hold on. And you'll you'll hold on, right? And you, you'll suffer long. You'll have long suffering. Uh, but you'll never have the faith required to actually activate God to see the manifestation of what he said. So you need both faith and patience. If you have faith and no patience, you're going to give up. If you have patience and no faith, you're going to hold on forever, but you won't actually see the manifestation of God's promises because you need faith to engage God. But if you have both faith and patience, then you'll be able to believe God, right? Release your faith uh, for the manifestation of what he said, and then hold on long enough to see it come to pass. And that's how we're supposed to live. Number two, there is a season uh, when your harvest is due. I only have two things today. This is the second and last point. There is a season when your harvest will come due. Paul said in Galatians 69, this is the New International Version. He said, let us as believers not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. He said, there is a proper time. The King James Version calls it a due season. So there is a proper time. There is a season when our harvest comes due, and we will reap that harvest if we don't give up. But if we give up, then we're not going to reap the harvest, right? And it's not going to be God's fault. It'll be our, our fault. So just think about some of the examples that we have in Scripture. Abraham and Sarah waited 25 years for that baby. David waited 13 years to be able to take the throne. Joseph waited 22 years for the dream to come to pass. Joshua waited 40 years for the possession of Canaan. 
Caleb waited 45 years for his mountain. Most believers today won't even wait 45 days. If something doesn't happen in a month, then they'll say stuff like, well, I guess it just wasn't God's will. I'll move on. No, it was God's will. The problem was you didn't hold on long enough for it to come to pass. See, as a believer, you will reap a harvest, but you can't give up. I'm convinced that far too many believers give up well before it's time. And because the giftings and the callings of God are without repentance, it's not like God ever gives up on you. So you gave up on him. He doesn't give up on you. He'll come around later. It might happen a year later, five years later, 10 years later. He'll bring it back up again. You're still going to reap the harvest because he wants to give it to you, but you just won't reap it in time, in the time that he wanted to give it to you. You won't be denied because God is so good that he won't just take it away from you, but you will be delayed. So you can be delayed and not denied, but you, why would you even want to be delayed? What you want to do is remain in faith and keep believing God and keep believing that it's going to come to pass. And when it finally comes to pass, you're going to be amazed. Why? Because we serve a God who could do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think or even imagine. So you have an idea of the what, right, that you're waiting on God for. But here's my experience. My experience is that when it finally happens, God's what is always bigger than our what. Uh, his, his manifestation is always greater than what we even imagine. So hold on, keep believing God, and I'm telling you that when it finally comes to pass, it's going to be better than you imagine. It's going to be better than you expected. You need both faith and patience to inherit the promises of God. So let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you now to repeat after me in faith from a believing heart. I want you to say this. Say, say, Father, this is a season of expectation for me. Now, my expectation is tied to your word. You have made great and precious promises to me. I receive your promises. I release my faith for those promises to come to pass. And I declare that I have the patience required to endure until they do. There is a season when my harvest will come due, and I will hold on until that time. I will never give up before my time. I will never give up before I see in my hands what you have revealed to me in my heart. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org. There's a subscribe button there. Subscribe. Get the messages. Listen, I'm teaching on managing your expectations. This is actually really important. I mean, I really do believe this is very important for us to receive word from God and then manage our expectations to know that it may not happen tomorrow. And then for us to have the faith and the patience to hold on until it comes to pass, that we are going to see what God said, but we just can't give up when it doesn't happen when we wanted it to happen. So believe God, hold on, have faith and patience, and you will inherit the promises of God. Have a blessed day, a wonderful day. Before you leave the screen, do me a favor. Share this message with someone that you know. If you're watching on YouTube, then click the subscribe button uh, for Rick Pina, for our Rick Pina uh, page, Rick and Isabella Pina Ministries. So that's youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina. Subscribe to the channel. Get the messages. You'll be able to get updates. I just want you to get God's word and so that you can become the man, the woman that God has called you to be. Please share this message and walk in the blessing. God bless you.